Hi everyone, I'm Ricardo, one of the Champions Trust representatives for Americas, and this is one more Champions Trust podcast. We are very happy to have with us a member that has world skills in her veins. She was a competitor in the skills competition of graphic design at the 1988 Youth Skills Olympics in Sydney. She was an Australian expert in this skill competition from 1999 until 2007, including being a chief expert and deputy chief expert at three competitions. Since 2008, she is director of skills competition in World Skills. Ladies and gentlemen, our today's guest is Jane Stokey. Welcome, Jane. Thanks, Ricardo. Thanks for having me. Oh, we are very glad to have you here. So, Jane. Can you start telling us a little bit more about your history in world skills? How did it start from when you were a competitor? So, in 1986, I competed in my regional competition. So, just last August, I'd gone 30 years of being involved in world skills. Oh. So, in my regional, I went through obviously to the national and won that, and then went into the international, which happened to be in Sydney in 1988, as you mentioned. Uh, after that, graphic design was not on the international stage and so I just was participating at a national level, helping with the scoring of the skills and I had a couple of children along the way. And then in 1988 I was asked to get graphic design back into the international but with computers this time because I competed when it was pre-computers. In 1999 we were a demonstration skill in uh, Montreal and then from there progressed on to an official skill. So, as you said, I was a deputy chief expert and chief expert three times and trained three competitors to win gold medals. Oh, that's amazing, amazing. Uh, I'm very glad to have Jane here today with me because I was a graphic design competitor also, so thanks for bringing graphic design to the international competition. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here today also. It's, it's the best skill that <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Like, no chance for the others. Uh, <laughs> so, Jane, today you don't work as a graphic designer anymore, but is there something that you have learned in your competition days that you still use in your present, in the present, like for working or for dealing with things? I think as a competitor, uh, you think differently and also as an expert, so you need to fully understand what they're thinking when you're going through the preparations and um, preparing the competition from a technical point of view. So it's really good having been a competitor, I can put my, uh, my mind and my shoes into that of a competitor. So I totally understand what they might be thinking and what they might be going through, uh, whether it be physically or emotionally or with their skill. As an expert, then you think differently again. So um, it, I think it's important also that I can sort of switch into uh, expert thinking mode um, as well as a competition organiser. So I think having that, that experience is very relevant. Yeah, it's, I would say it's almost essential. Like you go for, through all the steps, then you're ready to be responsible for the skills competition, right? True. <laughs> Can you tell us about what are your biggest motivations about world skills? Why is it so exciting to be involved in this big family? Well, as you said, it does get into your veins. It's a little bit like a virus that you can't get rid of. <laughs> a um, good virus. Yeah, 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 a positive one. So, uh, for me, I was a volunteer for 22 years before I took on this job, uh, eight years ago. And there's some something about 
seeing competitors come through and I know having trained competitors that seeing them from the time that they're chosen for their national team to seeing them grow through to pass the competition, just that the maturity, the expertise that they learn and seeing that they really have a drive to, to succeed themselves. So I think that that's important. I think that, that still drives me, is watching young people grow. And still at the, at the closing ceremony, you know, I get a lump in my throat as, as the gold medalists are called out. You know, I think it's a, that, that for me is still an emotional part of the, the whole competition or the event experience. So I think also from a professional development point of view, seeing experts grow and learn and be able to take back their experience back to their, to their employers and their vet system as well to help improve within their countries. Yes, yes. Just thinking about this, thinking about growing, uh, I can totally understand this. As a best competitor, you, can, you really notice like each phase you go through the competitions, regionals, nationals, you really feel not only your skills improving, but your maturity, your professionalism. I bet that every champion, every ex-competitor that's hearing us right now, they totally get it, they totally understand this. Uh, we are here in Abu Dhabi recording this podcast and we are in the CPW, the Competition Preparation Week for the World Skills Abu Dhabi 2017. And I believe that you, as the Director of Skills Competition, can tell us more about this event. What is the importance, what is happening here and how this impacts in the competition that will be happening in October? So CPW is an opportunity to bring together both the host and the workshop managers as well as the experts and skill competition managers to advance the preparations. This is the first opportunity and only opportunity they have before the competition to actually meet face to face and discuss things and get instant answers. Um, it's difficult over email and virtual meetings to, to get that um, resolution and find solutions straight away so they can continue having conversations and bounce ideas off each other. So it's quite important in the advancement of the preparations. Also, as we come into the new year, all of a sudden it's the competition year, and I think the whole process starts to speed up, and it's a bit like a freight train that never stops until we get there. Yeah, we can see like a lot of people involved in water skills here, walking around the, the halls, and uh, I, I believe it's a great place to for networking and uh, brainstorming new ideas and bring new things and good things to the competition. So, uh, could you tell us more about what are the responsibilities as a director of skills competition? Because if anyone has been in a skills competition before, it's a huge competition. Like, World Skills is just massive and there's so many things happening, a lot of different skills. I believe that's there's a lot of responsibilities you, you have to take care of. Uh, certainly there's a lot of responsibilities. Um, first of all, I guess I'm mostly responsible for the uh, continued development of the, of the competitions um, and the quality uh, of what, what we're doing at the competitions. But in doing that, then we're looking at the development of the world skills standards and maintaining those, which allows the members to then be able to benchmark their own vet systems or um, industry, so it's very important that I see that through each time. Um, with the World Skills Standards, we're continually auditing them against industry, so that's one of my responsibilities. 
Working with the host on finalising the infrastructure and ensuring that everything is in place um, and it's the best quality that it can be to replicate what's happening in industry. Then working with the members to ensure that the communications to them um, on all the preparations, um, they've got all the information that they need to know, but also listening to the members and making sure that we're meeting their needs and also that they can prepare their competitors and experts to, to the best of their ability. We're also providing a fair few resources to, to bring up the standard of, of experts so that they all come well prepared. Um, and that only improves the quality of the competition and the quality of the assessment. So I can totally see a reflection of this in the competition because I, I had the opportunity to compete in Leipzig and then to see the competition in Sao Paulo and even from one edition to the other, I noticed, at least in graphic design for example, the test projects are more challenging. You have each edition more countries being part of. So I would like to know how do you think that this impacts in the competition training, how, how this impacts in the vocational education around the world? So as I mentioned, we're benchmarking a lot against what's happening in industry. Um, so now having over 51 skills that, are, that we have World Skills Standards in, that enables members to, to fully benchmark um, against World Skills for their national competition. But also in their VET system, we've got members now who, or countries now, who are really looking um, towards world skills to benchmark their, their VET system, particularly the developing countries in Africa, China, Russia, um, as they're coming up in the world um, and being more recognised for more of the hand skills that, that world skills has. Amazing. Well, I would ask you if there was any skill you would like to compete if you were a competitor, but you competed in graphic design. Is there anything else? you would like to try as a skill, if you had a chance? Uh, pro probably some of the building and construction skills. Really? Yes, nice. I, I like to think I'm a little bit of a handy person, so... Um, <laughs> yep, any of those sort of skills. But um, I am creative, so any of the creative skills is probably more that I'm suited, what I'm suited to. Amazing, amazing. So thank you very much, Jane, for being with us today. And this was one more World Skills Champions Trust podcast. Thanks for having me, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to the World Skills Champions Trust podcast. The World Skills Champions Trust was established in 2014 to help bridge the gap between champions and world skills. The Champions Trust consists of nine champions who competed at world skills at one of the past three competitions. The nine representatives come from different countries and skill areas, spanning the globe to represent all world skill member countries. Tune in next time for more on what the Champions Trust has been up to and how you may be able to get involved.